Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 in Ario Speedwagon. We're back, Steve and Dave, on Rock 102. Today's the first day of summer. We're going to celebrate by trying to do a good show. <laughs> no? Uh, yeah. Nah, maybe not. Yeah. I think we should celebrate if it's a good show. Okay. Not celebrate to put on a good show. I don't know how we could even start that. Yeah, there's no ice cream cake. There's no favors here. There's no funny balloons. It's the longest day of the year. Oh, it already is. Why? That's a way to put a negative spin <laughs> yeah. on it. All no. right. <laughs> Hope is just delayed disappointment, Dave. You ever wake up and you feel like you have like another six hours left to sleep? Yep. That's how I feel today. I hit the snooze today for the first time in a long time. Didn't help. I wouldn't even know where the snooze button is on my phone. We should all get high. <laughs> See, now he's thinking yeah. positively. Right. Order some order some uh, Grubhub delivery. <laughs> Perfect idea. Right. It's 535 with back Steve and Dave at Rock 102. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 and Def Leppard with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Yeah, 552 and we're going to have highs, you know, mid-70s today with um, chance of rain at about 15%. More of a chance of rain tomorrow and Thursday. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, didn't I just say to you guys yesterday we don't do enough stories about Martin Sheen? We don't do enough mm. Martin Sheen stories. He uh, changed his name to become the sex- uh, successful Hollywood actor like his idol James Dean, but today the star wished he could have stayed as Ramon Estevez. That's one of my regrets, the 81-year-old recently told Closer Weekly. I never changed my name officially. It's still Ramon Estevez on my birth certificate. It's on my marriage license, my passport, my driver's license. Sometimes you get persuaded when you don't have enough insight or even enough courage to stand up for what you believe in. Emilio didn't change. He stuck to his guns. He stuck to his roots. Didn't hurt him. Right. Didn't hurt Charlie to change it, though. Charlie more, more or less hurt himself. Well... When you're uh, skiing on your coffee table, <laughs> you might have a problem. Uh, I mean, it, it shouldn't have made much of a difference, right? I mean, would you feel any less about uh, you know, Martin Sheen if you had to call him? What was it? Was it Ramon Estevez? Ramon Estevez. Antonio Banderas didn't have to change his name. No. Well, that's because uh, Antonio Banderas was a much better looking man. Although they, they would have gotten confused with the Miami Sound Machine chick, maybe. You're right, yes. So it's yes. a good thing. When you think about Estefan it. Estefan Estefez. Yeah, yeah, her. Engelbert Humperdinck changed his name to Engelbert Humperdinck. He was something else before that. Why would you change your name to that? It must have been really bad. I think if you're trying to destroy your career, Engelbert Humperdinck makes a lot of sense. I guess so, but it uh, just seems a little, eh. Uh, Elon Musk's transgender daughter petitioned to have her name changed from uh, Xavier Musk to Vivian Jenna Wilson. She's taking her mother's last name because, quote, I no longer live with or wish to be related to my biological father in any way, shape, or form. Changing her name to Humperdinck. I have to. Uh, that would have been a good choice. By the way, Arnold Dorsey. See? Was Humperdinck's name. Would you really disassociate yourself from one of the richest people in the world? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, my accounts will always be open to him. Like, uh, I kind of I kind of have to imagine that this 
this kid is already privileged enough because whether she, whether he, uh, they live with their mom or dad, yeah. uh, I'm sure they're still getting some bennies from the fact that he's a multi-billionaire. How old is this kid? 18. 18. Mm-hmm. See, 18's about the time when children really aren't that crazy about their folks. Yeah. You, you kind of soften up over time when you start to realize, okay, I guess they weren't so, uh, so crazy and stupid after all. I can vouch for that with right? my son. Oh, and I got a great Father's Day card from him, by the way. Oh, see, there you see, go. See, now he's come around at age 35. But at age 18, yeah. would he have sent you a Father's Day gift? Nope. No, he would not. Nope. That's what this uh, mm-hmm. what this kid's going through. There's a lot, no- of, a lot of upheaval and of changes in their lives, and uh, the last thing you want to do is have Musk as a last name. Mm-hmm. I would actually make that as my first and last name. I'd be Musk Musk. There's no word on why the relationship is strained. TMZ pointed out that in December of 2020, Elon tweeted, quote, I absolutely support trans, but all these pronouns are just an aesthetic nightmare. I would be Musk Estevez, by the way. Good choice. Very good choice. Mm -hmm. That's a a good name. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last night uh, was the ceremony where Dave Chappelle's high school was supposed to name it after its theater after him, but instead he announced that it will be called the Theater for Artistic Freedom and Expression. He, he, well, he doesn't want it named after him. Right. Well, I can see that. I'm sure nothing in my high school is going to get named after me. Oh, don't be so sure. I mean, you're a Hall of Famer here. That means nothing. The uh, Mike Baxendale uh, cafeteria trash area. I was going to say janitor's <laughs> closet. <Yeah. laughs> urinal. I could be na- I have a urinal named after that, me. That would be a proud moment for you. Sure would. I saw a sticker on a car yesterday that says, I miss prison sex. And I was like, you know what? I do, too. <laughs> it's not that difficult to get back into it. Uh, the line, you're going to need a bigger boat from Jaws, was not ad-libbed by Roy Scheider. For some reason, for all of these years, up until uh, two minutes before we went on the air, I realized his name was Scheider, not Schneider. It's Socket, not Sprocket. That's what I'm saying. I had no idea. I For years, I thought it was Roy Schneider, maybe because my favorite TV character of all time was Schneider on uh, One Day at a Time. Mm-hmm. Can't blame you there. No. That was uh, a good character. So he didn't come up with that himself. Roy s- said in an old interview that it was all in the script. I don't know why people keep saying this, that I came up with that. Probably because it was such a good line that people wanted to believe that he just came up with it off the cuff. Would it be crazy, though, if like the screenwriter's name was Roy Schneider and, in fact, people were confused about the Schneider-Schneider thing like you were? I bet you they are. Yeah. Well, it's like the Bill Pullman-Bill Paxton thing. Yep. One of them's dead now, and I don't know which one. Paxton. Paxton. That's the one. Pullman is still around. Paxton was the one with the spiders all over him, and then uh, Pullman was the one uh, with the tornado, right? Yes. No. Paxton no. was with the, the twister. Yeah. Pullman was the president in Independence Day. Yeah, but Pullman right. was, uh, oh, he wasn't in arachnophobia. What no. Paxton, Paxton yeah. was the, the brother Chad on Weird Science. Yeah. He that was, was best, probably his best role. He was also the grunt that was freaking out in Aliens. Right. Uh, Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill hit number one on the UK chart, making her the oldest female artist to hit number one at 63 years old. Cher previously held the record and said, quote, Records are meant to be broken. Mega respect. Mm. She's probably still pissed about that, though. It's pretty cool, though. I mean, that uh, that song came out, what, 30-some-odd years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, Natal- and did you know, did you know 
I believe it was David Gilmore's playing guitar on that song. I think I did know that. Yes. Why did I know that? I don't I know why we, you we talked that. about that. We might have talked about that. Uh, uh, if you're going to see the chicks, you know the ones that used to be called the Dis- Dixie Chicks. Yep. Yes. You might want to check some tour dates because they have been put on. Uh, Natalie Maines has been put on strict vocal rest, and they had to postpone three shows already. The new dates have already been announced, and the original tickets will be honored. But uh, I don't know what's going on. Always you- a problem with them chicks. Always a problem with the chicks. Am I right or am I right? Oh, you're right. right. Mm, you're right. right. I'm right. You are right. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. I am. If you have an experience. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Woodfire Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? So, it has come to my attention that my words are directly responsible for chaos, destruction, and calamity. Apparently, the things that I say on this show are only met with ruin, broken dreams, and sadness. A listener from East Lawmeadow writes, Dear Bax, for the love of the Packers, can you please stop with the I'm not trying to be a jinx during the view from the couch? Because you are every time you say that. Signed, a disgruntled Springfield Thunderbirds fan. Now, as you may know, Last night, the Thunderbirds lost to Chicago in Game 2 of the Calder Cup Finals with a final score of 6-2. It wasn't particularly a great game, and so the series is now tied at a game apiece. And yes, I did say that I didn't mean to jinx anything, which may have led to an actual jinx, jinxing the Thunderbirds last night for Game 2. Of course, there are many people who refuse to believe in jinxes, curses, whammies, and self-fulfilling prophecies. Instead, they would chalk up last night's loss and my statements as being nothing more than sheer coincidence. And that would certainly be my position if the words hadn't poured out of my mouth. And so, in an effort to appease the listener who frantically suggested, uh, or begged me rather, to stop, I will no longer mention anything about jinxing the Springfield Thunderbirds. I will instead go out of my way to avoid such language as it relates to the Calder Cup Finals. Instead, I would much rather focus my attention on pointing out that I don't mean to jinx things like the New York Yankees or the Toronto Blue Jays who are ahead of the Red Sox in the American League East. Or I sure don't mean to jinx the Buffalo Bills or the Chicago Bears or the Minnesota Vikings or any other team that I don't particularly care for. But when it comes to AHL hockey, then you can count on me to never use the word jinx and Springfield Thunderbirds in the same sentence ever again. Because the last thing I want would be that to be that guy that's held responsible for the Thunderbirds not winning. Because frankly, I've sifted through enough bad backlash over the last uh, 12 months. I certainly don't need any more of it. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Put a DeWalt compact drill and impact driver next to a Milwaukee and say, Larissa, help me compare these two. Larissa at the Westfield Rockies can help you with power tools. Milwaukee, DeWalt, Craftsman. Good people like Larissa and rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 613. And Aerosmith with back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. We're going to have highs in the mid-70s today. A very slight chance for some rain. Maybe more so tomorrow and Thursday. How do you even know that with no computer? Well, (laughs) I'm remembering what I saw for the forecast on my cell phone about 10 minutes ago. You know... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, I I look at my watch like three times in in a like thirty second span just mm-hmm. to make sure I 
I know what time it is. Or, yeah. or you know, like the weather, like it says 52 degrees on my phone, and I keep looking. Oh, yeah, 52 degrees. And I, I'll look at it mm-hmm. after, like, seconds after I look at it, and look at it a second time. Like, oh, yeah, now that that's the right time. Uh, I can't remember any. I can't remember Jack's squad. D- Dave here is experiencing some technical difficulties with the lovely, lovely computer system we have here yes. at uh, Rock 102. Yes. So I've done about an hour's worth of news editing and ready to go, ready mm-hmm. to print it out when suddenly, uh, ooh, not responding. System's not responding. So and, and I didn't and 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 it didn't save it for me. So Dave, let me welcome you yes. officially to Rock 102. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh you're saying you won't be ready for news? Okay, Miss Beavers. Uh <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> will you stop? Wah! Stop. Wah! Just stop. Wah! What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> just, like, what didn't you just you're do? You're just Steve being Steve. Uh, I know. Yep. Anyway, uh, you know, you got these problems. I don't understand why we don't have, like, you know, you'd think we'd have, like, all the latest in technology mm. here and all of the things that uh, have better processors. Like, we should have, we should be all Apple integrated here. But not. We're we're here with Windows. We got uh, we got a whole bunch of new computers upstairs. that have been sitting in boxes for like three or four weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? We're What's gonna get difference? to that. Don't don't you worry about a thing. But even like some of the like we had the, we have this program that we use to like track all the winners and all that stuff. That's when like when you call up and we get your phone number and then mm-hmm. we put it in. We're like, oh, you're Joe Schmo from you know Agawam, or right? And people are like, how did you know that? I'm like, because you won something here like five years ago. I don't know. But uh, that particular computer program did not get, it was installed in 2005 and it just got updated three <laughs> weeks ago. Congratulations to us. <laughs> it was like, hey, we're going to get a Nintendo Entertainment System and a VCR <laughs> coming up soon. Well, I mean, listen, it, it, it's, it's, not like, uh, it's not like we don't want to get that stuff updated. It's just that it's very difficult. Like, for example, that program you're talking about uh, is designed in France. Try to imagine. Which one is designed in France? The one that we use for the computer contesting thing. Oh, really? It's it's a French program. Are you you sure it's French? It's not Quebec French? No, no, no. I thought it was Montreal type. It's uh, France, France. Yeah. Wow. So here's the thing. I want you to kind of go back in 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 your memory bank. And try to recall all the great technological advances of the world that came from France. Name one. The French fry. That's it. That's not even French. <laughs> Whatever. So, in other words, our computer system surrendered, in essence. Yeah. Immediately. It's, it's like a, white as flag. As soon as they saw the, <laughs> yeah. the, the German virus coming down the road, we all give of a sudden, up. we give up. Yeah, there, there's been, day, there's been mm. days uh, throughout my career here that you come... It's one of those, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be one of those days mm-hmm. where, like, everything doesn't work. Right. right. And we've had times where we didn't know. Remember that time we didn't know that the, the button over there shut everything off and somebody was pushing it at night and then we'd come in in the morning and we're, we're, we could hear everything. Right. But the people listening could only hear the music playing. They mm-hmm. couldn't hear our microphones. And we're like, what and happened? That, and that's the best part. Yeah. That's the, uh, yeah. So I actually had to leave a note. If you don't have to turn this on. Yeah. Don't turn it on. Or if you use it, make sure you switch it back. And, and that's so that's just simple operator error. I'm talking about like when you know when the the machines go down. You're back in the old days. What would go what would what would be the worst thing that could happen? The needle on the turntable would would uh, would break and and uh, everything would like start skating all over the record. Need a new stylus. Right. You know, we don't even have that. If a mm. computer goes down, we're up the creek without a paddle. Mm-hmm. So 
there have been multiple times uh, when uh, we're just kind of caught with our pants down or whoa, whoa. things just simply stop working because you're you're slaves to machines. Now, we're not. Ju- it's just not us. It's like everybody. It's every office that relies on technology. We all have to occasionally uh, deal with malfunctions. That's the problem with machines. Am I wrong? Uh, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. We, we, we actually got it pretty easy. Do you realize there are some governmental agencies that d- they're still operating on Windows 95 to this day? What? Oh, yeah. Really? Windows Who? 95 they're using, using Internet Explorer. They're using social media on MySpace. Who, who's using that? Governmental employees. Governmental employees? Yes. I don't know about that. 95? I Not think Windo- we've upgraded Windows, to 2000 at least. Windows 3.0. Yeah. They're, they're still using their AOL install disks. You know, I was uh, talking uh, with uh, an- another dad at the at the softball thing a, c- a week ago, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about how when computers first became like all of a sudden you were able to start submitting papers on uh, on computer disks and things like that, and how easy it was to go. I don't know what happened. The whole thing got erased in order to get out of doing the project that you were supposed to do. And the teachers at that time were like, yes, that does happen sometimes. You can't rely on these computers. We're still using that same program here at Rock 102. I'm I'm sure, uh, Dave, your uh, your issues will be addressed and everything will be fine. Well, I'm probably addressing them right now. Yeah. Listen, we're a team, Dave. I'm gonna, you know, we're a little tag team news. You do a story, and then I'll do a story, and then we'll we'll go through that way. Sounds good to me. All I'm, right. I'm I'm loading stories as we speak, actually, right now. So loading, well, loading, yeah, loading. By the time we actually get to news, it'll be fully loaded. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, so will I. It's six twenty. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock one hundred two. Treat your family. Rock one hundred two. Springfield's classic rock at six twenty six. And collective skull, collective soul with back Stephen Dave and Rock One Hundred Two. Collective skull would have been a better name for that band. Uh, it would have highs, been a pretty badass name, actually. How yeah. do you bring it up? Highs in the mid seventies today with the sun and clouds. Uh, uh, eh, ooh, do we have a bed? We have a music. Today I learned. Ah, there we go. And now it's time for today. I learned with back Stephen Dave on Rock One Hundred Two. Too much more calm. You gotta. Yeah, no, I actually, serenity I, now kind of thing. I actually kind of like it. You do? Yeah. Oh, I'm not yelling into the radio. That's probably why I like it. Uh, today I learned that on May 25th, 1979, American Airlines Flight 191 crashed into an open field after the plane engine fell off during takeoff. <clears throat> that's not good, right? I think that's the last thing you want to have happen on a plane. This caused the plane to rotate left and fly sideways until it plunged to the ground. With 273 fatalities, it is the deadliest aviation accident in U.S. history. Wow. What about uh, baseball teams? You got all these baseball teams flying around. <laughs> well, I would, think, I would think it would be the basketball or hockey teams in the horrible weather during the winter that would cause some of those problems. Yeah, but not necessarily. Yeah. With all those teams flying around, you'd think there'd be a plane crash. Yeah. I'll be flying twice on Friday or Thursday. Uh, Where are you flying to? Going to Florida, my uh, stepfather's 80th birthday celebration. So flying from Bradley to Philly and then from Philly to Florida. Anything could happen. We could lose a couple engines. No direct flights? Try. Listen, have you, I mean, 
You drove recently, right, on your yeah. vacation? Flying is a nightmare right now. Bradley, Logan, everywhere else, especially in the Northeast. Flights are getting canceled every day. They're having delays. They're having a hard time finding pilots. They, they stick you at a high cost of, uh, of yep. ticketing? Yeah, it's prob- probably what's going to happen to me. We're going to get, like, a junior pilot on his first flight flying me to Philly or Florida. So could be the same for me coming up later in the week. Well, let's, well, let's, let's a, hope that doesn't happen. That's right. Like glass half empty kind of look <laughs> yeah, at the no, way. Yeah, you're right. For, so for a, negative. For a glass yeah. half full guy, yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah for yeah. a very perky guy. Yeah. Well, I feel if I talk about it, then it won't happen. Just remember, Dave, the glass is always <laughs> refillable, okay? You can, <laughs> you always, can always refill get another, that glass. always get another glass yeah, out of the cupboard. Yeah, absolutely. And that is Today I Learned <laughs> with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. The news is next on Rock 102. You know, people say to me, uh, how do you get so much energy every Sunday? 631. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Jay Smeagol Roofing. Visit jsmeagleroofing.com. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So the Calder Cup playoffs in the American Hockey League, not the only thing that's going on downtown, especially at the Mass Mutual Center. They're trying to pitch it and MGM Springfield and the city itself and surrounding areas as a destination for conventions and meetings. There are renewed marketing efforts underway with the Massachusetts Convention Center Authority planning two construction projects at the Mass Mutual Center, a new set of digital display panels, a new name for the center and a marquee for the entrance, and, of course, the demolition and replacement of the ailing Civic Center garage. All that's going to happen. I think we should call it the Roderick Ireland Courthouse. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, the the, the parking garage is the most crucial part of it. Yeah. Because that... That uh, garage is absolutely disgusting, and you know it has outlasted its usefulness by what twenty, thirty years. Yeah. Well, first of all, it doesn't have the capacity. Like I can't drive my truck in there. You know, the, the MGM garage you can because yeah. it's high enough, but there, like you, mm-hmm. you don't have the ability to drive a pickup truck in there. And the thing is, like at half capacity because it's falling apart. Yep. And if you're gonna demo it. Can't you just move one of the rocks that are crumbling and the whole thing will collapse like a Jenga? <laughs> it seems that way. I used it once, by the way, to go to Ooh, a, 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 a Springfield Thunderbirds game. No, once. Yeah. And I, the once was all once I Once was enough. Yeah. And yeah. then now I park, uh, there's a street, what's the street right up above, uh, right up above uh, the, ma- the mass Yeah. yeah. I, f- I find a parking space up there when I'm going to games. For some reason, there's a space up there or I'm parked illegally and I don't know it. Well, no, you, people don't like, uh, don't, I mean, you, Ch- Chestnut's like one of those streets that people just don't think about parking on, but you're right. I mean, there's always something o- open yeah. over there. And they just walk down the stairs to the Mass Mutual Center. But that parking garage as it is now, if we got like four or five, you know, pretty strong dudes, mm-hmm. we could push it over. Yeah. You just could. give it a good push. Yeah. yeah. That's all they really need. I, mean, I like the Jenga idea. That wouldn't be so bad, but uh, just a good, a good push. Uh, or just a good push. Remember the game "Don't Break the Ice." Yes, you had the little uh, yeah. guy in the middle of the ice. Yes. You had that little, uh, that little mm-hmm. plastic hammer. Mm-hmm. With that little plastic hammer, you could probably knock that building down. <laughs> well, if anybody has that game still hanging around yeah. in the closet, we could test that theory. Hey, we may be getting a new crosswalk in downtown Springfield—a rainbow-colored pride crosswalk. Where's that going? Where's that going to go? Well, uh, the plans right now would be to install the permanent rainbow-colored crosswalks on Main Street at the four-way intersection with Main, Court Square, and Bruce Landon Way right by the entrance to the aforementioned Mass Mutual Center and the William C. Sullivan Regional Visitor Center. 
You know, one of the things that, uh, that we asked about before when they talked about uh, when Mass, excuse me, when Mass Mutual was going to uh, when their agreement was going to expire, whether MGM could could name the uh, the, the Civic Center. Well, mm-hmm. apparently, according to the the contract, mm-hmm. they can't name it the MGM Center. It, it, right. it's just not allowed right so it's got to be some somebody else is going to have to step up because you can't who, have any association with gambling right yeah. i don't know who that's going to be mm-hmm. but it's wide open i don't see why it couldn't be the back Stephen dave center well let's put in a bid well i wasn't thinking about using my actual money ah. i was actually because right now i got like six bucks well what if we start a gofundme page from our listeners here at rock 102 and they could help <laughs> make yeah. that happen yeah, yeah i, I can see that, that happening <laughs> well the the rainbow-colored crosswalk would cost around $8,000, but it would be financed through private donations. Okay. And it's going to happen, and the paint is going to be permanent. And, by the way, that rainbow-colored crosswalk would form a straight line connecting the Black Lives Matter mural already on Court Street. How is that going to cost $8,000 to paint a crosswalk. Well, you remember uh, when you go out see those DPW guys doing their job and you got eight of them standing around while one guy's doing all the painting? Sure. That's why it cost $8,000. All right, well, what, but what's a can of paint cost? Yeah, well, but, yeah, it's, but not it's, special, it's special paint. Yeah. It's not all like, right, let's it's say not it's, like sh- Let's say it's like $75 a gallon. You can't go to Rockies and get that. Well, I'm sure you could get that kind of paint at Rockies. Well, I don't but know why you couldn't. But Good that's people, not like, rock solid service but, at every Rockies. But, 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 but that's not like your home paint. <laughs> it's not like the stuff that you're, you're getting to paint your bedroom or your living room. Right, because this paint has to be yeah. outside in, under the weather conditions and last forever. Right. Well, they have outdoor paint there, too. I mean, you can paint there your house on the outside, and it'll last forever. Well, and of course, then there's the idea that you got to have multiple colors of paint to achieve the rainbow look. How many colors is that, by the way? How many do we know? How many colors is the Rainbow Coalition colors? 246. Really? How no, many colors? Yeah. The colors of the rainbow. Well, what what are those? Is that is that the Roy G. Biv? Roy thing? G. Biv. Right. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. Good for you. Yeah, I couldn't. Have, I wouldn't have known. I that. should be writing for Dixie Cups. God <laughs> yeah, damn it! Right. But eight thousand dollars just seems to be like a like a ridiculous amount of money for a crosswalk. I'm not saying it's not necessary. I'm not saying it won't look great when it's done. I'm just saying that's eight thousand dollars for mm-hmm. a couple cans of paint and a few brushes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that that's a project that uh, couldn't cost you more than a thousand bucks. Listen, if you've seen, and I'm talking about you know multiple uh you know multiple layers. You need a professional to do that. You can't just like me. You should see the my paint, my horrible horrible paint job I did. Horrible. <laughs> did you do a pride paint job somewhere? Mm, or no? no, there is no pride associated <laughs> with the job that I did. The lack uh, of pride on this on this paint job. I I tried to do this. Hey, I'm going to use a sprayer indoors, so I prepped the whole room, but apparently it didn't prep it enough because uh, that stuff sprays, baby, and oh. it and it, I have like these like specks of, uh, lines of paint <laughs> on my ceiling, right? That I now have to redo We're, because I didn't do it right the first didn't time. Didn't use that blue tape that you're supposed to use to yeah. cover the corners yeah. Here, there? Here's, here's yeah. the thing, Dave, because mm-hmm. this is how stupid I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did use that blue tape, mm-hmm. and I thought I used enough of it. But apparently when you use a sprayer, <laughs> that spray goes much farther than the <laughs> blue right. tape or the paper that you have up there. Mm-hmm. So now I have uh, in my bedroom, I have this like, you can see them. They're spot. I was like, it's like my little mural, my little mural that I 
unintended hmm. unintended mural that I wrote on the. You know, yeah. having seen the way you draw a penis on the back of a windshield, I know I can't do you that. Don't either. have a lot of artistic mm-hmm. talent, mm-hmm. not at all. If you'd like to see an artist's rendering of what that Pride crosswalk will look like, MassLive.com has a picture of that right next to what it looks like now. In <sighs> yeah, case you, you want to s- check it out, you've seen one Pride crosswalk. You've seen them all. There's well, one in Northampton. There's been one there for like ten years now. I was going to say that. Yeah. West Springfield police made two arrests after chasing a stolen car at about two. 40 Monday morning. The stolen vehicle, a Toyota Prius. Really? You're going to steal a Toyota Prius? Well, well, it gets good mileage. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's environmentally is, you know, friendly. Gas is $5 a gallon. Yeah. yeah. An officer trying to conduct a traffic stop around Riverdale Street and the I-91 ramp, again, 2.40 Monday morning. The car went through a red light at the intersection of Riverdale and Elm Streets, continued south at a high speed, according to the report, and then attempted to exit Route 5 onto the off-ramp of the North End Bridge Rotary when it went airborne, just like Dukes of Hazard, hit a curb, rolled into the middle of the rotary. The two occupants, 19-year-old Juan Jacob Hernandez of Schenectady, and 22-year-old Razar Raekwon Williams of Albany, New York, were both removed from the Prius and taken into custody. They suffered minor injuries, which were treated at a hospital. Hmm. And then they were booked at the police station. So these are two guys far away from home, mm-hmm. stealing a Prius yep. and doing Dukes of Hazard stuff at the Rotary in West Springfield. Yep. Nicely done, boys. Um, Nicely done. They've got a record. So they're facing multiple charges and they're in custody. And speaking of driving around, you know, mass lawmakers have been trying to put through the suspension of the federal or the state gas tax. Now they're getting help from President Biden. President saying yesterday he's going to make a decision on whether to declare a federal gas tax holiday by the end of this week, heading into the July 4th weekend. A break from the federal gas tax could save drivers as much as 18 cents per gallon. Wow, that wow. means they will still be paying, yeah. you know, saving money on overpriced yeah. gasoline. Because I can't imagine any gas company going, huh, well, if we just keep this 18 cents higher, we'll make the money off mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry, do you have this story about the, the, the shots fired at the car in Holyoke? I don't the, have that, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Holyoke police are investigating an incident Sunday evening that resulted in a car getting shot at. I'm just watching the, the news uh, behind you, Dave, mm-hmm. and there was, a, there was a picture up there. And it, ha- it showed the gunshots in the car, and it looked like those, you ever see those stickers that you can buy to yeah. make it look like your yep. your car got shot up? Y- yep. Who knows if that's even real? You think if they somebody could, put stickers on somebody's car? Yeah. Officers uh, arrived uh, in the area of Franklin and Chestnut Streets around 5.40 p.m. on Sunday, and they uh, they found a green sedan with bullet holes, and uh, no injuries were reported, and a witness stated that in a... <clears throat> A black sedan was driving north on Franklin Street, and someone in the car fired numerous rounds at the green sedan. And can, what, I, can I just say I find it unusual yeah. that we're only talking about one car in Holyoke that's loaded with bullet holes? I would think every car in Holyoke would maybe be loaded with bullet holes. Well, uh, that's your everyday cars in Holyoke. This is a fresh one. And what would the benefit be of putting fake bullet holes on the car? So if, that people, were, if that were the case. Because you don't want anybody else to shoot the rest of your car up. I You're see. like, oh, somebody already hit that bitch. Got I it. don't need to go there that. Mm-hmm. Right? All why right. would I need to blow more? Why would I need to blow more bullets into that car when there's perfectly good cars all around here that That's I could a good blow point. bullets yeah. into? It is a fine point. So we had severe weather over the weekend. Remember how cold it was on Saturday? Yes. You, you were complaining about it, Bax. You were complaining about it, Steve. We I went like to complain. We went hiking at Mount Tom, my friend and I. 
Apparently, it got really severe over the weekend in Mount Washington. They called it a nice January day, according to park officials. Record-breaking cold temperatures at high elevations, corresponding with the cool-down New England for Father's Day weekend, and unfortunately, a hiker suffering from severe hypothermia on a trail near Mount Washington died at a hospital hours after rescuers found him. The hiker... Again, Z Chen, 53-year-olds of, of Andover, Massachusetts, overcome by these severe weather conditions near Mount Washington. Hmm. There's pictures of it, by the way, of, of snow. Of the dead hiker? No. Snow oh. and ice covered Mount Washington on a June day. Doesn't yeah. happen very often. Yeah. But um, wouldn't it just be easier just to drive your car up Mount Washington and get the bumper sticker and let everybody know you did it? Well, so- it would be if gas was affordable enough. I suppose. That'd be one place you wouldn't want to you know, run out of gas. Mm-hmm. Top of Mount Washington, right. have to climb down it with a with a with a with a gas bucket. Well, you could coast. Can. You could coast down, I guess. I guess. You ever done the climb in a car or otherwise? I guess um, not. I guess not otherwise. But I don't I'm, remember if I ever did. I no. wanted, I'm doing it this summer. Yeah, we did it a yeah. few summers ago. Might have, might have done it as a kid. I can't really call. You didn't get the sticker on your car, on the family car saying we cli- this car climbed Mount Washington. I, I think I, it would have been like a thing with my parents. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall. I would never put a sticker like that on my car. I don't want to put any stickers on my. No, car. I hate. When stickers. When I was in my 20s, yep. I had stickers like uh, "Porn Star, I Make Home Movies" and mm. <laughs> "Ask Gas or Grass, Nobody Rides for Free." All yeah. good. You kind of yeah. you kind of get away from that as yeah. you grow older. It's 644 with back Stephen Dave. We've got a mass hat coming up and from the state of Massachusetts and plural. We'll get to it coming up on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 651 and David Bowie on Rock 102. It is uh, it is going to be uh, not too bad of a day today with a high of 80. Tomorrow, rain showers with a high of 60, 68. This is how we do this. Mm-hmm. We go from 80, 80 to 68. Mm-hmm. It's 54 in downtown Springfield. Well, at least at least there's not snow and ice like there was on top of Mount Washington over the weekend. We got that going for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, well, we're a lower elevation, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Hey, the Rockwood 2 Golf Club is on sale now, presented by Swing Oil Beer. Get 12 rounds of golf to some of the area's finest courses like Elmcrest, the Links at Worthington, Wyckoff Country Club, and more for only 199 bucks, you're paying less than $17 a round. Get one for you or for a friend. It makes a great gift for any golfer. It's the Rock 2 Golf Club, presented by Swing Oil Beer Company. Look for Evolution Pale Ale on draft and in stores, and available for a limited time, so do not wait. Get your golf club at rock102.com. Where are our samples from Swing Oil, by the way? Has Tommy ever given no, us some he's samples never, he's of never, that? never brought any uh, down mm. from his office. Yeah. We'll work on that. All right. 652 with the back Stephen Dave. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Mass hats, plural, just down the pike at MIT once again. The eggheads there have come up with another great invention, guys. Fabric that can hear your heartbeat. Our clothing is going to be talking to us pretty soon. All thanks to the students at Massachusetts Institute of Technology. I would like clothes that fold themselves and put themselves away. That's mm. what I would like to see. All right. Well, like, like self-hanging shirts. Put in the request. Yeah. I'll have to... I'll have to come up with some sort of uh, stipend for these guys. So here's the technology that was developed by the scientists at MIT. Apparently, what they do is the fabrics vibrate 
in response to specific sounds. Although the responses are normally far too small to be audible, researchers stitching a single fabric into the shirt's inner lining just over the chest region, and apparently it detects the heartbeat of a healthy volunteer, along with other subtle variations in the heart itself. What's the point of this? Well, they're saying it could have a lot of different health benefits to it with regard to specifically people who have heart conditions, and it could send signals to smartphones and even to oh, hospitals. So it's, it's, it's going to be connected to yes. something else. Yeah, for sure. That's Man. not really a... I'm not trying to poo-poo on your bit here, Dave, but mm-hmm. that's really kind of a technologically advanced uh, system. I, I don't see anything wrong oh, with be, a mass hat. You could be saving lives. Well, th- apparently wearing the, quote, acoustic garment will allow you to answer phone calls and communicate with others and will send messages to others. So, yeah, I guess you're kind of right, but, like, really? Again, what's what's the cost of an education at MIT? And well, this is what they got going on? More importantly, what's the cost of the shirt? Yeah, but... I mean, that I criticize the cost of an education when they're like, how much Coca-Cola does it take to put your blood sugar over a certain amount? I'm uh, like, uh, one of them? I don't know. Was last, <laughs> I could have told last, you without going to school. That was last semester's project. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I think that's kind of kind of neat that they do that, that they, that they have come up with something like that. Mm, I don't know. Well, it was the state of Massachusetts. I kind of did that to appease you. You don't have to appease me. <laughs> and I'd like to have Bax, by the way, do his view from the couch, actually from a couch in the future, or else... Oh, he's, that done, you know, he's, he's done that before. I have really? that. Yes. Yeah. Actually, Absolutely. they used to have a couch at the, uh, the the hockey games. Didn't you have the couch at the hockey games? Back when they were the Springfield Falcons. Yeah, yeah we had a, a, a couch just behind the glass. Really? Yeah. In the front row. There were nice. terrible seats because yeah. the, 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 the couch was too low, was, yeah. so you could barely see it over the boards. Yeah, but it was a cool concept. Oh, it was a great was idea. Bax's view from the couch. And and that couch once belonged to Dan York. Think about that. Dave, if you're going to make fun of Bax for anything, ask him what he says at the end of the view from the couch, because I haven't figured that out yet either. Last, last thing I say is, I'm Bax, and that's my view no, from that. the couch. <laughs> you're like the talking tide stain. <laughs> he does speak awfully loud. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, we can compare that to the real one coming up in about 15 minutes. (laughs) 15? Less than 10? Less than 10. I'm not going to wait that long. I'll throw one other mass hat potential in here. 44-year-old Charles Correll from California. Guilty of putting a camera inside a cat's litter box to spy on his ex-wife. He had hidden a GoPro camera in the litter box. Is his wife using the litter box? No, but apparently his wife's kind of hot, and he missed her, and he wanted to still see video of her naked. Hey, check out these boozy pics I got for you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one's peeing. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is facing charges not for peeing, but for peeping. So he's got some problems in Northern California. Yeah. 656 with back Steve and Dave. The 102 second sports coming up next on Rock 102. 
And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Grills, 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 Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Woodfire Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I would just like to point out that I've had it to just about up to here with the New York Yankees. Many of you know, since the 1st of June, the Boston Red Sox have only lost three times. You would think that such an explosive turnaround would have meant a greater leap in the divisional standings. After all, they won 14 games this month. Certainly, that would account for something, right? Shouldn't the division-leading New York Yankees feel the Sox breathing down their necks and giving them a run for their money? Under normal circumstances, yes. But of course, it's the Yankees. If there was ever a time that I didn't particularly care for that team, now would be it. Last night, New York's Garrett Cole brought what seemed like a no-hitter into the eighth inning against Tampa last night, and while he did surrender a hit, he walked away from the game with 12 strikeouts as the Yankees won the game 4-2. That win puts the Yankees 33 games over 500. Good for their 50th win of the season with a little less than a month to go before the All-Star break. Last night's win put the Yankees in a tie for their third best record after 67 games in franchise history, which I should point out is a statistic that I didn't even realize was an actual thing. And yet here I am telling you about it like I did the math myself. I should also point out that during the month of July, the Yankees will play Boston seven times, four of which will be played in Fenway, three of which will not. And while that's an exciting prospect, the Yankees have approximately 16 days for the wheels to start coming off so the Red Sox can enjoy that snowball's chance in hell of beating them. Not to sound negative, but in spite of all of that winning, the Red Sox are only 13 and a half games out of first place behind the New York Yankees. In, other, in order to advance, the Red Sox are going to need every bit of help that they can get. Otherwise, July is going to be a really tough month to handle. Of course, if you're a Yankees fan, you might feel differently, but I try not to concern myself with any of you people because I'm suspicious of your loyalties. So until the Yankees show up at Fenway on July 7th, go Sox! But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Battery-powered lawnmower, are you serious on batteries for flashlights and stuff? Sure, but lawnmowers require a loud smelly gasoline, you might think. Well, not now, because until you go to Rocky's, take a look at the Ego Mower. Ego exceeds the power of gas. You charge it up and mow. Get an Ego today at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 710 in the Clash with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be a pretty nice day today. Sunny and a high of 80 degrees. Tomorrow, not so nice. Uh, cold and rainy with a high of only 68. It is 56 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, uh, tomorrow on the show, we're supposed to have Nate Costa from the uh, Springfield Thunderbirds. Mm-hmm. Of course, we were told you it was supposed to be today, but it's actually going to be tomorrow. Instead. Tomorrow. So right. gas prices are skyrocketing, guys. Are you adjusting at all? I mean, do you guys put less in the tank? Do you tra- try and travel less, or do you just ignore it and do what you got to do? Do what you got to do, I yep. guess, and then uh, refinance the mortgage and uh, pay off that gas bill. All right. And when you're refinancing the mortgage, are you doing it with a specific project in mind for your house? Like, is there something that you've always wanted to put into your house or an addition that you wanted to make or a feature that you would like to have? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I were, if I were, if I were just made of money, mm-hmm. and I'm, and I'm not, yeah, uh, I would love another bathroom in the house. So you have one. We got one. Yeah, and I would like, uh, you know, I mean, we could use one in the in the basement, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe we'd have to go do the up yeah. flush. 
That's a little pricey. All right. I kind of I bought my house a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, well, actually, almost three years ago now. Isn't that crazy? Uh, but it came with a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. I probably would have gotten at some point. Okay. You know? And I, I'm, of course, living in an apartment, so it really doesn't apply to me. But there's some statistics here on what the middle class dream come true is. For just average folks, this would be the indication in their homes that they've, quote, made it. Made it. Okay. Yes. Made it in life. All right. Uh, for instance, enough space. For your washer and dryer to have its own room. That's one mm. of the things that people would aspire to. See, I got, we have a room for okay. our washer and dryer. So you've made it then. See, I don't uh, I don't put myself in that uh, in that category mm-hmm. well, of uh, having made it. That's no. there's other things I'd rather do. Well, the bathroom in the basement. You said it already. Well, that, I, I don't I don't consider a bathroom a measure of success. <laughs> I mean, if I can go to the bathroom and you know there's the there's nothing to pick up yeah. after myself, that's successful. The, the only success is uh, not going bankrupt for putting in a new bathroom. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, another item that folks would like in their houses on the middle class level that would be indicative of quote making it would be updating their appliances so that they have like you know a sub zero refrigerator freezer or you know some of the nice cabinetry in the kitchen appliances and cabinetry in the kitchen that's another sign according to the new middle class dream that you've made it that was uh one of the things that was a pleasant surprise when i when i bought the house was uh the stove Mm -hmm. is one of them like it's a gen air stove yeah like like, uh big fancy bastards with the with the gas and yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. it'd be like cooking in a industrial restaurant you know, like one of them big uh, Viking uh, or Bosch stoves I and mean, that'll that'll oh, cost, yeah, that'll, that'll cost, cost you that'll, 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 that'll run you oh yeah and do you cook like magic menu items on that particular thing or not um well uh, chicken wings when I get high and uh, <laughs> brownies right. when I get high and uh-huh. cookies when I get high and everything pretty much when I get high. So here's another thing that middle class folks aspire to, mm-hmm. to have a built-in pet feeding and washing station. No. Somewhere in their home. I Absolutely not. I don't, I don't see a need for that at all. How is that a sign of status? Just saying. This is a, a, what people are voting on when they were asked, you know, what, what are the things about your ho- home that you don't have that if you did have, you'd feel like you'd finally arrived? I really want one of them Roomba things. You know the robotic the, the thing that the vacuum sure yeah, vacuum right. that goes, and you were pushing the lawnmower version of that on backs yesterday yeah but the only thing about a Roomba in my house is uh, even the Roomba would uh, look around at the stuff my kids put around and go I I can't do this it would give up <laughs> it would just give up is that built by a French company as well then the surrender probably yeah <laughs> uh, pull out trays for laundry baskets pull out trays to hold your laundry baskets. I'd never even seen that before. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Is that about. a thing, really? Yeah, no, I've seen that. Huh. that that's like, but you, you can get those at Ikea. Yeah. Which, you know, anyone who's shopping at, at Ikea isn't doing it because they're successful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're doing it because... It's cheap they, Swedish furniture. It's cheap Swedish furniture put together with an Allen wrench and, and indecipherable met, uh, instructions. Yeah. How about a swimming pool? That's one of them, too. I know you have a swimming pool, yeah. Stephen. You, you've said you don't really care I, for I'm it. I'm going to get rid of it. I I, I just I, The thing is, like, 10 years old, you know, so I don't I don't want to invest more money into something that doesn't even get used that much. 
Yeah, you think about, you know, yeah. the kids go away to camp or whatever. Like, you're really essentially only using that thing for 30 consecutive, well, not consecutive days, but 30 days mm-hmm. over a course of a summer, and you're spending all that money putting chemicals into it. Right. It's kind of a pain in the ass. Yep. I hear you. And plus, in the Northeast, they say that it's the worst for resale value of a home. Doesn't really help you to resell a home when you've got a pool in the Northeast. Now, in Phoenix, Arizona, or in Florida, yeah. I'll, I'll give you an example of how I, I've made it. I have air conditioning in my house, yeah. which is uh, fantastic. There is nothing better than air conditioning. I could do without a pool all day long. Uh, you give me air conditioning, I'm a very happy person. Yeah. And I got those... I got those mini split things put in to my house. Oh, there you go. A few years ago, and uh, they work. They're fantastic. It is, and I can vouch for that. By the way, I lived in Florida with my mom between the ages of ten and twenty, and we didn't have AC in Florida in the mm. summertime. We yeah. we had individual room, oh my God, you, you know, room units. You know, like you know, an AC unit in Ugh. a couple of different rooms. When, when I grew up living in Rehoboth, we had no air conditioning in the house. Mm-hmm. Not. Anything, nothing mm-hmm. in the windows, no uh, outdoor unit, none of yeah. that. And you know, my bedroom was upstairs, and of course, heat rises. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I would literally wake up in a pool of my own sweat yeah. every single day, and yeah. it was gross. Yeah, try doing it in Florida. Yeah, see, oh. that's why you know this. I, I hear me now or hear me later. I hope to never have to go through life again without air conditioning in my home. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Well, and the unit that I had in my bedroom in Florida did work, but it was very noisy, and I had to close the door to my room. And by the way, that's why I didn't hear the house being robbed one night in Florida. Because I was watching The Tonight Show, and I had the AC unit running in my bedroom. And the house was being robbed while that was going on. And you had no idea? Nope. My mom came in and said, well, we just got robbed. She was dating a guy at the time who was hosting poker night at our house. Right. And apparently... Windows open, people looking in, they could see that there was a poker game going on with some money being exchanged. And so that's when the guys broke into our house, held up my mom's boyfriend and his poker buddies at gunpoint and took all the money off the table. Get out of here, really? And and when my mom came into my room and told me, I tried to go catch him. I got in the car and I sped after them in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. You Did, did? Yeah, I was like 18 years old. Did you catch up to him? Nope. Yeah, you know what? That sounds like a setup. That sounds like somebody knew they were playing a poker game exactly. and knew there was money going on, and they said, "Hey, you know what? Uh, uh, what was the guy? What was the boyfriend's name? Uh, Rowan Kelly. Rowan. Rowan's having a Rowan's right. having a poker party, and yep. those guys got money. I yep. bet you we could uh, do a good score. There's no doubt. I said the windows were kind of open. They didn't have we didn't have blinds drawn or curtains drawn, so yeah, people could see into the house. Like or, the or maybe your mom was trying to get you out of the house to spend a little bit more time with the old man. Mm, could be. Don't know. Thank God she didn't wind up with that guy. She wound up with Captain Matt, my stepfather. Well, Captain Matt will get you high tonight. No, I think that's Captain Jack you're thinking about. Well, <laughs> Captain <laughs> Matt delivered too. <laughs> Captain Morgan wouldn't be bad that's either. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Or Captain Crunch, maybe. We could rename him that. Well, I do miss Captain Crunch. It hurts yeah. the roof of my mouth. Though. It does. It yeah. always, it always mm-hmm. like slices up your mouth. Uh, back to the idea of what you'd have in your home. If you decided you'd made it in life, mm-hmm. two-car garage. Yeah. Two-car garage. Actually, no. I say I would think like a three-car garage and three cars to fill it. Yeah. And that extra space for all your junk. A lot of people don't have two-car garages. A lot of people don't even have a garage, for crying out loud. I have a garage I don't even use. Really? I mean, it's, it's storage. There's stuff yeah. in there. How it's many just... cars could fit in there if you had 
You know, it's it, it, I couldn't even put my truck in there anyway. It's yeah. one of those. It's it's a small garage. It's like mm-hmm. for a smaller vehicle. Like it's really only really good for kind of storing stuff. Right. You know, like rakes and yeah, we, we shovels. Got, we got a garage that could only fit one of our cars, but we don't we don't use it for that. It's just, yeah. just you know that's that's where all the pellets are. That's where my golf clubs are. Yeah, it becomes a storage yeah. area. That's where my booby traps are all at. Your booby traps? Yeah, I'm just saying that so that no one oh, breaks into my house. I got you. Oh, that'll be a deterrent. Uh, when's the last time you used your golf clubs, by the way? Oh, God, it's been uh, seven years. Mm. You know, I was uh, just in my garage yesterday, and I'm thinking, you know, if somebody did break in here, they'd be doing me a favor because I need to get rid of half this stuff anyway. Well, it's all junk. It's just junk. Yeah. It's just, like, disorganized junk. Well, no booby traps in your house, which is sort of like your open invitation to people to Come, stop, give you the address if you want. People can stop by and... I don't know. You know, you remind everybody that I'm on vacation every day when I'm gone, so that's an open invitation, too. Hey, um, speaking of golf, by the way, I played with my buddies last week, and they were saying we should have a Rock 102 golf tournament. Has there been one in the past? It's like we we used to have... Yeah, we used to have uh, a tournament mm-hmm. years and years ago, mm-hmm. and, we had, and we had a good time. And the last year, we were told... Uh, we're not supposed to play when, when instead we're supposed to take a cart yeah. and go from hole to hole yeah. and and talk to uh, the listeners who are playing, which mm-hmm. is perhaps the most yeah. disruptive thing you can do in the game of golf. Yeah, and but, it, but it, that kind of golf is like just for show anyway. Nobody really, you know, they're just out there to drink and have a good time. Oh, yes. oh well, one, one, of, oh. one of our employees took that a little too far. Yeah, in oh, fact, yeah. The, the very guy <laughs> that didn't want us to play in the golf tournament. That's right. He was uh, driving around with another uh, host on a, on the other uh, station here, mm-hmm. and uh, who was sober, by the way. I believe she should have been driving that golf cart. Oh, yeah, but no, he, and he, he wanted to drive it. And he, uh, he pulls up, and he smashes into the back of Bax and I in another golf cart, uh, you think Chickabee Country Club uh, statute of limitations on damage? Yeah, I, don't, I think I think we're I think we're in the and, clear. And uh, and he's laughing, and he's uh, now uh, Bax and I have uh, extreme whiplash. We probably should have been taken to the hospital and filed a workers' comp yeah. claim. And uh, he he pulls out his bottle of Grey Goose and glug glug glug, hags <laughs> another swig of it. Yep, he had been doing that. All day long. Not actually, he'd been doing that for four years. Yes, straight. actually, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and uh, what happened to him, by the way? Where is he today? Oh, uh, he's uh, well. At the moment, I believe he is retired. Yeah, okay, retired not, from radio at a very young age, like an extraordinarily young age, most likely due to an alcohol-related incident. Is this the guy that went to Indy and Chicago to a couple of different stops uh, after yes, leaving yeah, here? That yes, is that guy. All right, that's the one. I think I know who you're talking about. 722 with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Police with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Good morning. Um, tomorrow, Nate Costa is supposed to be here for the Springfield Thunderbirds. I don't know if he's bringing the Calder Cup or not. Mm. Doesn't really matter whether he does or not. If he wants to bring it, fine. Uh, if he does bring it, I'd like to uh, use it uh, for dip or making margaritas. Ooh, we could salt the yeah, rim. Yeah, we could salt the rim. How cool would that be? Now, what kind of job does that person have that uh, licks the salt from the edge of the glass? The uh, the rim salter. Yeah, the rim salter. I believe that. I don't. One. I don't know what you would call uh, that. I'm sure there's the, a name. The, the but name is escaping me. Yeah, right it's now. Uh, it's not on the tip of my tongue. No. Uh, by the way, it uh, was the call- last night though. I <laughs> called the cup uh, named after the first president of the NHL, a guy named Calder. Believe it or not. Mr. Calder? It was. Interesting. Yeah.
Makes you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, tomorrow uh, is also uh, game three of uh, of the series mm-hmm. and uh, the first game in Springfield. So I would assume it's going to be absolutely bananas downtown. Well, if you can judge by the fans that showed up for the watch party, like last night. Yep. Tons of people down there for the watch party to watch the team play in Chicago. Yeah. Now, we made uh, dinner reservations. Yeah. We're not going, going to the game, but we had uh, dinner reservations. Mm-hmm. Uh, for tomorrow night, and figured like I better reserve a table because it's going to be crazy mm-hmm. down downtown tomorrow. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll see how far away we park from the restaurant. So that'll be cool. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Should be a fun night. Yeah. Uh, news is next on Rock One Hundred Two. Seven thirty-four. We're back, Stephen Dave on Rock One Hundred Two. It's time for news. Brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Mention Rock One Hundred Two and save twenty-five hundred dollars off the cost of labor during Yankee Homes. Thank you, America. Sale going on now. Through July 4th, call Yankee Home and mention Rock 102 all month long. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So get ready to see a brand new crosswalk in downtown Springfield. The Springfield Cultural Partnership and the Springfield Pride Parade are teaming up to install a rainbow-colored crosswalk before the 2023 Pride Parade. The City Council last week approved the plans to install the permanent rainbow-colored crosswalks on Main Street at the four-way intersection at Main, Court Square, and Bruce Landon Way right by the entrance to the Mass Mutual Center. I have absolutely no problem with this whatsoever. None. Absolutely none. Where I have a problem with it is they're going to they're going to it's going to cost $8,000 to paint some lines in the road. It is, but I that's going to be privately financed yeah, and through donation. And you're you're taking you're uh, taking this to this budget thing, but that's how much stuff costs. Mm-hmm. Like we you know, you think about it you're doing home improvement on your house, it's at least $3,000. At least $3,000. Steve, Steve, if I paint a room, and let's say I do multiple coats, and I use a primer, okay? It ain't going to cost me $8,000 to paint that room. And it's just across the city street, so maybe I use but, as much paint. Even if I double it, it's still not going to be eight th- an $8,000 job. But if you hired somebody to do that job, your typical paint job would probably triple Tell you what, what you were doing it yourself because you're hiring a professional to come do it for you here's here's what i propose i will do the job myself for five thousand dollars Ooh, how about that yeah but are five you, grand i will do it myself are you guaranteeing a professionally painted job no i will do it for five thousand dollars but it will it may not be all straight it may not all be you know in the proper order for the colors of the rainbow uh, but it will be done for less than eight thousand dollars i'll be saving the city money you know the cost of materials and everything has skyrocketed during COVID 19. last friday i was upstairs eating pizza with uh, some of the girls in the office upstairs you guys missed that event by the way we didn't or- know anything about it I didn't either. Until I, I knew was, about it. Yeah. I just did chose not to go. Yeah. Well, I went, and one of the things that came out was one of the women upstairs was supposed to have a bathroom installed and got a quote from the construction person of like $23,000 to spruce up their bathroom at home, and they're deciding to just do it themselves, kind of like what Bax was talking about. There you go. Um, yeah, there's there's many ways you can you can save money. This is what I'm telling you. Little the do-it-yourself action downtown. Mm-hmm. All right, we the city could save themselves a whole bunch of money. Just give me a bunch of painting tape and a couple of rollers. I'll have that thing looking sweet in no time. Well, Northampton already has one of these 
brightly colored pride crosswalks, as Steve was saying last hour. So if you want to see what the one in Springfield is going to look like, go to Northampton or go to MassLive.com. They've got an artist rendering right now of what the display will look like. And by the way, it would form a straight line connecting the Black Lives Matter mural or, as well. Or you can just picture what a rainbow on the ground would look like. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's kind of cool they got the side-by-side thing right now on MassLive.com where it shows what it looks like now mm-hmm. and what that intersection will look like with the brightly colored pride display. There you go. All right. Well, um, again, five grand. Hope the mayor keeps that in mind. Got a couple of different crime stories to talk about. West Springfield police making arrests after a stolen car incident happened 2.30 yesterday morning. While we were getting ready to wake up and go to work, the stolen vehicle, a Toyota Prius, was noticed around Riverdale Street near the I-91 ramp. An officer tried to conduct a routine traffic stop, but the vehicle sped off, went through a red light at the intersection of Riverdale and Elm Street, continued south at a high speed, and then the drivers attempting in the Prius to exit Route 5 onto the off-ramp went airborne like the Dukes of Hazard. After hitting a curb, and then it rolled into the <sighs> middle of the rotary. You know, if, if they had just paid attention to the rules of the road, they'd be driving around right now in a very green, environmentally friendly, low-fuel uh, vehicle. <laughs> right. You know, with almost zero emissions. In and other words, he, they, they could have gotten away with the stolen. They, they might have gotten away yep. with it, but it would, if it hadn't been for those meddling kids mm. and their dog, we wouldn't have had a problem. The two occupants, 19-year-old Juan Jacob Hernandez of Schenectady, New York, and 22-year-old Rosaire Requan Williams of Albany, New York, were both removed from the Prius and taken into custody. Minor injuries treated at a hospital being booked at a police station and now in custody. We got another story of interest from Hartford here. The police department there investigating a fight that led to a double homicide on Sunday night. All about a dog. Police say they received a call with reports of multiple shots being fired on Franklin Avenue in Hartford. Christina Dang and Chase Garrett were dead when police arrived. Another woman was taken to a hospital with a gunshot wound. She's in critical condition or was at this reporting from 22 News. Hartford police said the shooting started as a neighborhood argument over a dog escalated. Hmm. What was going on with the dog? Doesn't say, but police said there were no previous complaints about a dog in that area. Hartford police saying that, again, Ms. Dang and Mr. Garrett's six-month-old child was taken into DCF custody following the shooting. No suspects have been arrested at this time. Have you ever had an incident like that with a dog causing a problem? My friend in Brookline has this going on right now with his own dog and his next-door neighbor complaining about the puppy yapping too much. Yeah, I, I, I've never had a real problem with a neighborhood dog. I know some people you know, get a real, you know, get real bent out of shape over that. But uh, you know, it, it should never get to the point where you're shooting at each other. Mm-hmm. I used to walk <clears throat> my dog on a leash uh, years ago through some of the neighborhoods in my town. Yeah, and uh, there was this like one house that wouldn't. Their dog was never on a leash, like, like in the in the. The dog obviously should have been on a leash. Mm-hmm. It wasn't one of these dogs that could just roam around because the dog would w- run up to you and then my dog would get defensive, like, get away from my owners, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, right. kind of thing. And it's just like, put your, if you're in a residential neighborhood, you got to, you got to, you know, there's leash laws. There's there's mm-hmm. things that you got to do. I don't know. When, right? when I was a kid, we had a dog 
uh, a German Shepherd, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I mean, it was, it's a town that's even more rural than than Hamden. Um, so we would just let them out the door. Yes. No. Yeah, you know, we didn't tie them up. No lead. No invisible fence and none of that stuff and just let him go roam in the woods and he and he would come back same for us with our dog growing up in bennington vermont yeah and you know so you know back in the back in the 70s and 80s people would would do that now you're right if you're living in a city or even a suburban area you wouldn't do that you keep your dog on a leash but but the dog has to be trained to do that to be able to come back there are certain dogs out there that would run away or go attack somebody you know you don't you have to know your own animal, what it's well, going to do. Right. You got to know your own animal, but you also have to understand where you, where you're at, mm-hmm. you know, your, your surroundings. But, uh, like I wouldn't let my, I wouldn't let my dog out without uh, being tied up. I'm not sure he would get, I'm not sure he would come back. I'm, I'm sure he'd probably be out there looking for other friends, you know, probably sniffing butts all, do- all day long. Probably. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Probably find another house that has better food. Mm-hmm. Listen, we pay top dollar for his food. No, I mean, especially like, now. There's human food being given out, like down the street. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that, too. Speaking of food, multiple shipments of baby formula set to arrive in Western Mass later this week. Delta is transporting about 200,000 pounds of baby formula from London to Boston this week. The shipping process began yesterday with a plane from Heathrow. In England, landing at Logan just before noon, the formula will be available later this week in stores and online as well. You know, it's funny that they uh, are quoting or saying that it was Delta, but the picture on Mass Live shows a a, a photo of a FedEx plane. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's like, it's like really you yeah. couldn't find a, a Delta picture. Of the airline that delivered, you have to go with FedEx? It's a rights thing, probably. You used to encounter this at my previous radio job, where if we didn't have the rights to a certain photograph, we couldn't just make it up. You had to use something to stand in. Right, but these are stock photos. They're probably part of a library that they own. And I can't imagine that they don't own a Delta picture in any of these services that they pay for. I could imagine it. Maybe, do they have United? Do they have American? Do they have Spirit? Do they have JetBlue? Maybe they didn't have a Delta, so they couldn't use a Delta because they didn't have the rights to it. You know, one time, Mass Live put up a picture of a good, hardworking restaurant owner (laughs) next to a picture about a story of a rapist, and this man was getting harassed as if like he was the rapist, and his restaurant got vandalized, Mm -hmm. and it was... And when, it was awful. Right. It was and an then, awful experience. And when for he him. when he came out publicly and said, "Listen, this isn't me. You're confusing me with another guy." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mass Live refused to take yeah. it down for a couple of days. Yes. Wow. And and then they got mad at us for calling them out on it. Yeah. I wish you had called us first. You mean like the way Why? that guy called you for almost two weeks to get his picture taken away from this story? Speaking of restaurants, we'll end on a high note here. You know, just a week after he revealed his 7.9 rating for the pizza at Red Rose, Barstool Sports founder Dave Portnoy also issued his rating for Casa Pizzeria in Ludlow. Gave it a 7.7. That's a another very, high rating. Very respectable score. Yeah, you know, I looked at their uh, at their website because mm-hmm. you know I was curious because I've never been there mm-hmm. and I'm thinking hmm, I'd like to go. But then it says, uh, you know, we're closed. Starting on June 26th, our annual summer vacation, we're closed July and August. This is just 
you know, five days, you know, like you know, five more days. Yeah. Just after Portnoy gives you a seven-seven, when business is going to boom. Yes, this right? is exactly the time I want to go there. Right. So now I'm going to have to do a rush in the next five days. I guess. I mean, is this guy? Does he let? He lets these people know that he's coming there, right? I think so. To try them. Yeah, I think so. So he's getting free pizza. I would imagine. Yes. In, in return. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but so he, how? If you're telling somebody you're going to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Of course, and, Actually, not, and I'm not, and I'm not crapping on these businesses. But you will be on a heightened. Uh, I'm not alert. so sure about that because I've seen a couple of these videos where he's been kicked. He's been kicked off the premises, so he may not be letting them know in advance that he's but, coming. But we heard. I thought you did a story, Dave. Yeah, they beforehand. did a story. No, no, no. They, he did the story that he had recorded the review. Oh, oh, and then the review was actually, and released. then the review took a couple days for it to you. be right. to, to be published. But, but nevertheless, nevertheless, yeah, he's getting free pizza out of the deal. But now he's done so many of these mm-hmm. that the review actually has some some currency to it. There's actual value for these restaurants. Yeah. That get you know you know real good reviews. He's never had a perfect ten that I can recall. He's had a couple of uh, you know like nine nines or nine eights, but of course they're all in New Haven. Gotcha. But but you know, th- these are solid scores. And you're right. The businesses should be able to take advantage of I that. I know. But I gotta we gotta get there in five days to enjoy uh, the Casa the Casa Pizzeria in Ludlow. It's 746 with back Steve and Dave. That's your news coming up next. And now hear this gas, rock and roll, and squirrels straight ahead on Rock 102. As of March 2022. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 754 in Kansas on Rock 102. Oh, weather going to be nice today. Sunny and a high of 80. 59 in downtown Springfield. All right. Springfield Thunderbirds tickets later in the week. As they're set to engage with the Chicago Wolves here uh, Wednesday through the rest of the week. Maybe to clinch the Calder Cup. Excuse me, Bax. We'll see about uh, that. By the way, uh, Bax, uh, somebody was complaining about you. What I do now? Night. Uh, every time Bax does a view from the couch and says, I'm not trying to be a jinx, slap him right in the moose knuckle because... Mm-hmm. I can't believe he came from my loins. Thunderbirds were down right. for nothing after one. Mm. All right, you know, I, I address this. I will address it again in my view from the couch mm-hmm. in just a few minutes about me and jinxes. Okay, you shouldn't uh, talk about that stuff. I, I I will address it moments from now. All right, right now time is short. Seven fifty-five. Now hear this. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from Bob Bulldog, who once owned a Pride gas station. You owned them all. Told Western Mass News what his opinion was of President Joe Biden's decision to consider a gas tax holiday. Here's Bob Bulldog talking about that to Western Mass News. It won't affect the economy at all because that's a small dent in uh, what people have to buy every week. If they look at groceries and all the other stuff. So he's saying it would be about two to three bucks a week. 
and savings for gas. He's probably not wrong. It just gives you a psychological feeling like, that your government's you know looking to help you out. Right. It's a gimmick. It's, of course, it it's is. just like the sales tax holiday we have here in Massachusetts every August. Oh, go out buy our big appliances. Listen, at eighteen cents uh, savings, you're not really saving a whole hell of a lot. Clip number two: Mick Jagger. Back in action starting tonight. Rolling Stones had to postpone a bunch of shows because he got COVID-19. Here's the announcement he made on social media. Thanks so much for all your lovely messages. I really appreciate them. And I'm sorry for the inconvenience about the shows, but we'll be on stage in Milan. So see you there. Coming up starting tonight back on stage. All we have to do now is go to Milan. Mm-hmm. Oh, and come up with $800 for a ticket. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> And clip number three from the Cincinnati, excuse me, the Chicago Cubs-Pittsburgh Pirates baseball game last night. Pirates beat the Cubs 12-1, but the most exciting thing happened on the field between innings. The crew is coming out. Oh, here we go. I mean, this is just straight out of... (laughs) I feel like I'm watching the Benny Hill show right now. Something like that, or this week in baseball. Oh, this week in baseball, things got squirrely in Pittsburgh. The guy with the net almost blew an ACL out. Trying to chase a squirrel that got loose on the field last night. They did get rid of it. Yeah. They were, they were able to uh, remove the squirrel. Yeah, but I think that's a maybe a, a promotion they should think about all the time. Instead of like the mascot racing around the bases or something like yeah. that. Was it was it a gray squirrel? Yes. Uh, we have black squirrels at, uh, in the Westfield area. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think that should be the thing every I time. I think any time uh, there's a lull in the action in a baseball game, we should probably set a bunch of wild animals yes. out free. Yeah, maybe beyond squirrels, uh, you know, other varmints. And then, you know, maybe see if somebody could kill one of them on the field. If it's a varmint that's causing problems. Well, that's, very, that's a very violent approach. Give, Ooh, out, a, give out a prize or something. Listen, I don't know. Listen to you, you dark son of a bitch. What the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs> kill, a, kill a squirrel? Did I say that out loud? I didn't yeah, mean did. to say I meant capture it humanely hey. and put it back in its natural surrounding. That's what I meant to say. I was always fascinated by those black squirrels, by the way. Mm-hmm. Those, uh... Like Some, somebody, uh, I guess the guy that uh, dedicated, I don't read the whole legend that some guy brought them here from Japan hmm. and then released them. Really? And now the population has exploded over the last hundred years or so. And huh. uh, they're all over the place now. They're actually, they're weird looking. It's just because you're so used to seeing gray squirrels yep. all the time mm-hmm. that when you see this like dark black squirrel come up, you're like... Is it what is that a, a skunk? It looks like a little mini skunk. No, sometimes. that's that's a, definitely a squirrel. Yeah. Seven fifty nine with back Steve and Dave. That's now here. This and straight ahead. Rock one hundred and two Springfield's classic rock. It's eight thirteen, and Led Zeppelin with back Steve and Dave and Rock one hundred and two. Rain maybe tomorrow and Thursday, but today pretty good. Uh, very low chance of rain. Highs between seventy five and eighty with a mixture of sun and clouds. So, uh, I've been having some issues with uh, my truck still to this day. Yeah, you got a different one up there today, I yeah, see. Yeah, well, uh, that's where I was kind of going with this. Uh, <clears throat> I've been I've been using Marcotte Ford over in uh, in Holyoke, and it's it's warranty work, and uh, they've treated me pretty well over there. You know, was, uh, they gave me a loaner car to when, get while the repairs are being done, and unfortunately, because of all these supply chain issues, the part that's needed to, is not going to be in for a while. So I had this loaner car, and then they they called yesterday and said, uh, hey, look, uh, we need that car for something else. And I was like, okay, well, I have no problem. You know, we'll switch you out with one when right. you come back in here. So uh, 
I get the I get this uh it's F two fifty. Ooh. A Ford F two fifty. Sounds impressive. It's uh it it's it's a little too big. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just like said no man ever. No, right. it yeah, is. Right. It's yeah. not. I don't do. I don't tow anything. I don't haul stuff. I mean, it is handy to you know carry equipment around and yeah, stuff. In, but, but not it, like but doesn't doesn't the the, the mm, sheer size no. and weight kind of don't you kind of feel that right in your right in your plums no, a little bit? I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm not a fan of. Uh, I I like my F one fifty. I'll 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 stick with that. But uh, anyway, I get the I get this car. As truck, <clears throat> and I uh, I turn it off, and it and it says now, and I think a lot of new cars check back seat for passengers. It's to remind you to not leave a baby in the back seat of the car, which obviously enough idiots have done over the years that we now need to make this part of uh, the American way of reminding people that there's somebody in the back seat. Right? Are you spawning new children right now? Uh, yes, I am. Well, I was yeah. going to say, because otherwise you'd have nothing to worry about. If you're not yeah. leaving children back there, you're good. Oh, I got children all over the place. I don't even know where they come from. But all right, John Wayne Gacy. That <laughs> makes everybody feel very uncomfortable. No, no, no. Anyway. It would be like a Herschel Walker, too. Yes. <laughs> like, really? So, so, you know, and, and I'm reading this article uh, this morning. I'm, ta- I'm, I'm thinking about things that people have done that re- have required s- somebody to put a warning label uh, or, or some sort of rule in place. Because somebody actually did this. The headline is, Church of England clergy not permitted to perform baptisms while wearing only underwear. Hmm. How many uh, clergy are uh, only wearing underwear? Well, uh, performing a baptism while dressed solely in one's underpants while also pinching the bottoms of female parishioners is conduct unbecoming for a clerk in holy orders, a disciplinary tribunal of the Diocese of Hereford. Uh, ruled this week. I don't even know how you say that. You, you came pretty close. Um, is he only in his underwear, or is he wearing like his religious vestments on top of himself? With well, he's only wearing underwear underneath. Mister Evans. This is a uh, Reverend Clive Roger Evans. It's always Clive in England, isn't there? Uh, There's always three names too. Uh, he was suspended from office for six months from the 2017 incident. Mister Evans stated that he had been asked at the last minute to perform a full immersion baptism in 2017. He demurred. What does demurred mean? What is that? Gave way to. Gave uh, way to. Deferred to, I think. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was the family that owned the big Y. No, no, that's the Demore family. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. He uh, demurred as he was about to leave for, uh, for holiday with his wife. However, his parishioners said their request was urgent, and he agreed to stop off with his wife on the way to the vacation destination to perform the ceremony. To perform the full immersion uh, baptism, Mr. Evans stripped to his shorts and it was claimed inappropriately. Uh, it was claimed that he inappropriately touched two women during the service. You know, that's kind of like, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm not supposed to be here, but you know what? Since you have my time, you're not paying me any extra. I will do whatever the hell I want in order to get this baptism done. So I'm going to perform this whole thing in my. BVDs. Well, maybe they didn't have air conditioning. Maybe it was a little warm that day. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Go for a little soak. Yeah. You know, I uh, I have not been to a full immersion baptism ceremony. Yeah, you know, we Catholics, yeah, you know, we just kind of you know, hold the baby over the font and you pour a little a uh, little bit of water. Make and the kids scream. You make them scream, yeah. and that's about it. And you don't really dunk anybody. I mean, right. I haven't really been to one of those yet. Mm-hmm. Do they? Uh, does the does the uh, does the does the uh, the reverend get into 
the immersion pool with the person being baptized and what do they normally wear during these things i think it depends i think that's open to interpretation i was watching ozark over the weekend we were watching ozark one of the episodes of that show right and they did an immersion both of them in the pool the person receiving the blessing and the person of the okay, cloth but both standing there in the pool but he was wearing some cloth it, besides his uh, his swim trunks and right it was a she by the way it was a oh, female well, but she was probably wearing something yes okay she wasn't yes. in a in a, in a swimsuit. Although he did kind of look at her cleavage while she was doing that to him. Well, he's only human. I mean, what can, what can yeah. he do? Mm-hmm. But as far as, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, if I if I were the celebrant of of this, I wouldn't just, you know, strip down to just my, uh, just my little pants there. I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'd, I'd be fully dressed. But can you think of anything else that uh, you've heard of a rule or a warning label on something that seems so ridiculous that yeah. they would even have to put that on there, but yeah. somebody did it in order for them to do that. The, the, the pillows, right? Don't they have those things on pillows and sheets and things like that, or mattresses where you're not supposed to remove the tag? Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's that's, but just, that, a, that's, that's a, just a law. That's a federal trade thing because the mattress, t- once you own the mattress, you can do whatever the hell you want with the tag. Right. It's the it's the tag that's in the store. That, uh, you know, that's always been the misconception. It's like, why well, you're going to go to jail for tearing the, mat- the tag off the mattress? It's it's a it's one of these like industry rules that they came up with that as long as a right. mattress is still in a store being sold, it has to have a tag on it. Here's an example for you. Years ago, I had to replace a toaster because mm-hmm. you know I like I, I like to make toast, and if it doesn't toast properly, well that thing's got to be replaced with another toaster. So I go and I buy myself another toaster, and there is a warning uh, tag on the cord mm-hmm. which says, "Do not submerge." toaster in water well no kidding first of all the toast comes out soggy yes secondly you can electrocute yourself by making toast underwater how do people not know this like are there is there like a huge portion of the population out there that don't know that would happen there From, are, like, I, all the things you've learned throughout your life that, uh, yeah, maybe putting this toaster into the kitchen sink with the dishes might not be the best option. Most people who are sober and have a double-digit IQ can figure out, I'm not supposed to make toast by the by the tub, mm-hmm. right? Right. But then there are some people who, uh, who may have the double-digit IQ who may be drunk or high or whatever and say, you know, I'm, I feel like I, I need to take a bath. But first, let me open up this, uh, let me open up these English muffins and uh, I'll, I'll eat them by the tub. I'll eat them by the hot tub. And then, then next thing you know, they've just electrocuted themselves yeah, because yeah. they were too busy making their English muffins. Here's a couple for you. Remember when you got those joke things in the mail, like itching powder? Remember the yeah, itching powder, little funny thing, gag yeah, thing? Sure. It says here, warning, may cause itching. If allowed to come into contact with skin, there's another That's one here. The for, whole idea. Of it. I know. There's another one here for fix a flat. Mm-hmm. Warning: not to be used for breast augmentation. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, there's somebody along the line that used mm-hmm. uh, fix a flat for a uh, breast augmentation. Right. And as it turns out, that was a mistake. What's slime? What is that? Is that some? It's a tire sealant or something like that. Slime. Well, kind of like, like a fix-a-flat yeah, stuff. Yeah, kind of like yeah. Warning, not approved for rectal use. Somebody tried that. Apparently. It's got like that tip on there for the dispensing of the slime. That Ever, guess- ever use expansion foam? 
Yes. For for like yeah. anything around the house. Mm-hmm. You know, expansion foam is great stuff. You do all kinds of stuff with expansion foam. But if you read the can, it tells you that it is not uh it is not uh digestible. Yes, because it will expand inside your body parts well, and who, clog everything up. Who's sitting there thinking, yo, this uh, this cake sure would taste better with a whole bunch of expansion foam but on it? somebody ate it. That's the point. That's somebody it. had to do these things in order for them to put the labels on on these on these jars. We're a curious species. We, we always want to know what would happen if I tried this. You know, I uh, I know uh, a few friends that have been uh, work. You know, have worked in the ER. And uh, they tell you that like mm-hmm. people come in all the time with stuff that they've shoved inside of themselves, mm-hmm. and it's like it happens all the time. It's not it's not just like these one off stories that you hear. It, it's almost like a weekly thing that somebody's shoving something into their bodies that shouldn't well, be there. Remember we did the story a couple months ago about the guy that took the expansion foam yep. and uh, it had to be removed yep. from yeah. his lower abdominal area. Mm-hmm. How it got there? There's only one or two ways to go. Anyway, as it turns out, that was a big mistake, and they pulled like two pounds of expansion foam out of this guy. Yes, but as I said at the time, he can now use that uh, unusable uh, member and uh, put it down in front of the doorway to keep the draft from coming in. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? The draft snake? You know, and you put the the piece of cloth thing? I'm not sure that's considered to be acceptable use. Well, it could be. It's A23 with Backstreet. Laughter and play. Wesley, come on, we need to eat more beans. But my belly is full. Well, I heard Mom say that Dad is going to give away gas to anyone who signs for a full roof replacement in the month of June. That's a lot of gas. Yeah, that's why we need to keep eating the beans. Sign for a full roof replacement in the month of June and get a free $100 gas gift card. Like gas for a car or truck. Get your free estimate today at jsmeagleroofing.com. Klaus Roofing Systems by Jay Smeagol for over 20 years. <laughs> Call my dad. Is an electric vehicle right for you? Try before you buy. Come see what all the barking is about at Gary Room Hyundai with our new Evolve Plus Electric Vehicle Month-to-Month Subscription Program. You can rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days and it includes insurance, maintenance, roadside assistance, and an easy 123 approval exclusively at Gary Room Hyundai. All Hyundais come with three years of complimentary maintenance and with America's Best Warranty, 10 years or 100,000 miles, and auto assurance. GaryRoomHyundai.com, 150 Whitey Farms Road, Holyoke. See dealer for details. Gary Room Hyundai. It's 8.35 with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Old School Harley-Davidson. Stop by their tent event this Thursday through Sunday uh, with hundreds of new and pre-owned Harley-Davidson motorcycles. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So Republican lawmakers here in the state of Massachusetts are going to get some help maybe from a Democrat. You know, Republicans have been trying to push through this gas tax holiday. President Biden saying yesterday he's going to make a decision on whether to declare a federal gas tax break. And that'll happen by week's end. A break from the federal gas tax could save drivers as much as 18 cents per gallon. Ooh, what will I do with all that savings? Or about two to three bucks per week. Is that a publicity stunt, or yeah. does it matter? Okay, it doesn't matter, because you're not saving a whole hell of a lot. You're saving 18 cents on a gallon of gas that even 18 cents less is way too much to be spending on gas. So, no, it's not helping anybody out. It's, it's, the, it's the government basically saying, 
Yeah, let's do something that makes you feel good mm-hmm. about something when, in fact, you're really getting nothing. Yeah, but but here's the thing. Like yesterday, I had to go. Uh, I went up to Sturbridge, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm driving through like Munson into Brimfield, and I get to Brimfield, and there's a Cumberland Farms there, and the gas is four dollars and sixty five cents, which is pretty damn yep, good. Yep. And then you drive into Sturbridge, and it's four ninety nine. Yeah. What you can't tell me that the that they're not gouging the price already. We've had you this. You can't e- tell me that they're not doing that. I get it. I mean, we've had this explained to us countless times, and I'm sorry, I still don't no. understand it. How you can be in an intersection with four different gas stations, and each one yeah. of them's got a different price point, yeah, and and, and and their justification is, well, it's, you know, it's a publicly traded commodity. Yeah, but it would be the same publicly traded commodity for all four of those gas yeah. stations. And, so why is this? So why is the cost so much different? And and this is a matter of four miles, four miles from one four sixty five and then four ninety nine. Are you kidding me? Come on, there's there's no way that one place can be selling it, and it's not like it's some it's some like chintzy little gas station. These are major gas yeah. stations. Cumberland Farms, very popular place. They purchase a lot of gasoline. Uh, this place was like a Sitco or a Shell or something. It, it, there's no way you can justify thirty cents. But you know what's going to happen. So this, so this tax, uh, this uh, gas holiday is going to happen, and you're going to see lines around the block at every gas station. Mm-hmm. People who are looking to save yeah. as much as, oh, I don't know, a whole dollar. Well, I mean that could I mean, mean a lot to somebody who doesn't have a whole dollar. I, I mean, I, I got I, I it. Get but if, that if, point, if, but if you've got enough money to fill up your gas tank, you might be able to come away with a dollar. Yeah, it's uh, it's ridiculous. The Mass Mutual Center downtown Springfield going to be buzzing all week with those AHL Calder Cup final games between the Springfield Thunderbirds and the Chicago Wolves. That's tomorrow night, Friday, and Saturday. But if that happens, then the Mass Mutual Center would like this to become the norm for downtown Springfield. The idea here, pitching the Mass Mutual Center, MGM Springfield, the city of Springfield and surrounding areas as a destination for conventions and meetings. These renewed marketing efforts come as the Massachusetts Convention Center Authority plans two construction projects at the Mass Mutual Center, a set of digital display panels and a marquee for the entrance and the demolition and replacement of the ailing civic center garage so well you know they, they in the article though they cited a couple of uh, a few of the numbers mm-hmm. it's like as far as like how many people are coming to the mass mutual sure. center every year for conventions mm-hmm. people from out of town right and you know what the number is it, it's a significant number the, the 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 problem with it is it's not the facility of the uh, of the of the the civic center itself because right. it's been you know, redone a couple of times, and you know it, it's a it's still a, 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 a serviceable building. Although I think at some point they're going to want to maybe met, build a larger civic center, but that's going to be down the road. But this parking garage has been a mess for the last twenty five years, right? Where, where you know a good number of spaces have been blocked off simply because it's not safe enough to park your car. Getting out of that building is a freaking nightmare. You know, I can vouch for that because I used it once. And I'm fairly yeah. new. I used it one time. And I'm like, I'm not ever parking here again. Every time I go into that parking garage, and yep. it doesn't happen a lot, but when I use it, I'm mm-hmm. like, why did I Why did I choose to go into this building? 
you know, I mean, it it needs to be torn down and replaced with something that is it, much more modern mm-hmm, and convenient. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even be uh, deserve to be called a garage. It's more like a parking lean to because it's leaning in the direction of falling over. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's just not safe. And I, and, and it's like you have to park your car in that building i mean i don't feel good about that i'm much rather park on the street even if it means i gotta walk a couple blocks to get to the civic center speaking of not safe shots fired in holyoke yeah happened sunday night and according to a news release sent to 22 news holyoke's police captain matthew moriarty around 5 40 p.m on sunday saying that police in holyoke called to the area of franklin and chestnut street as they were on their way, a caller was telling them that a car had been, quote, shot up. Officers arrived and found a green sedan with bullet holes. No injuries reported, and a witness stating that in a black sedan was driving north on Franklin Street, someone in the car had fired numerous rounds at the green sedan. Officers collecting lots of casings from 380s and 9mm guns. We should uh, contact Mike Quincy to find out what's the uh, the best car, uh, you know, t- for bullets. You know, which which car avoids bullets uh, the best? I don't think any of them really do. You don't think so? No. You don't I'm- think uh, there's like some finishes or mm. some uh, materials that may uh, ward uh, gunshots a little bit better than others? No. I'm uh, I'm telling you. I mentioned it a couple hours ago. You put those stickers on to make it look like your car got shot up, so nobody shoots at your car. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little decoy. They can go shot, 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 shot. Everybody shot, 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 shot. Okay. When I walk in a club, all eyes on me. I'm with Party Rock Crew. All drinks are free. <laughs> we licks the rock. We love Patron. We came to Party Rock. Everybody is on. Who is that? L M A L M F A O. Oh, gee. I Shorts. really thought it was the Beatles. Yeah. Hey, if you use fresh pet dog food, Got a recall going on in a dozen states. It will affect Massachusetts, Connecticut, and other New England uh, New England states. The dog food being recalled as part of a lot earmarked for destruction, but instead was inadvertently shipped to retailers. Yeah, that'll work out well. And you might have bought them at a Target in Massachusetts. Well, thank God I don't buy my dog food at Target. Connecticut. Maine, New Hampshire, and other northeastern states. The mm-hmm. recall involves four and a half pound bags of fresh pet select fresh from the kitchen home cooked chicken recipe. So if you got any of that around the house, it's supposed to be destroyed. <clears throat> well, my dog will, uh, will destroy anything you put in his bowl, frankly. Well, if he destroys that, he's got a problem. So be careful with the fresh pet products. Hey, it had a runaway MBTA redline train recently, coasting right through the station past riders who are waiting to get aboard. This happened recently in Boston. On the T, the Braintree station to be exact, riders standing on the platform, video captured by security cameras, clearly showing the redline train cruising right through the station when it was supposed to stop. Oh, that uh, sounds like uh, you put the Steve PC up? Uh, yes. Did it... Uh, Oh, no, that's not working either. What is going on? I don't know, Steve. Oh, here we go. A burdensome tax on the population in the form of a subway fare increase. Mm. Citizens, hear me out. This, this could, could happen, happen to you. you. The Charlie on the MTA. Oh, yeah. Train go right through the station without stopping. Did, did he ever, every, did he ever it, return? Was, no. 
Uh, where where on the red line was this? Braintree. Braintree. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So and this uh, and this was heading uh, southbound on Braintree. I don't know. Just don't I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, I'm just checking. Mm. Did uh, did his wife hand him a sandwich as uh, the train came rolling through the station? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't but, know. But you know what? To your point, Steve, about uh, inappropriate photographs accompanying articles. Even mm-hmm. though this is about the Braintree station, the photograph shows the red line train coming into the Alewife station. Well, see, uh, everybody's oh, wrong. Well, that's well, that's a that's a totally different uh, totally different thing. Cause Alewife wife is the beginning of the red line. Mm-hmm. Takes you down to uh, to Harvard Central yep. Kendall. Uh, Charles Park Street to Broadway, Andrew. Yeah, but can't uh, you just take the Green Line? Well, I mean, you could connect to the Green Line at Park Street if you really wanted to, but uh, I don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna do that. It depends where you're going to, like a uh, Cleveland Circle or uh, Union Square. Where are you thinking about going? <clears throat> I don't know any place in Boston. You don't know any any place in Boston. I know South Station. That's about it. South Station. Yeah, that's what, it. What are you going to South Station for? Boston is one of those cities that is so hard to figure out geographically where everything is because it's not a grid city like a New York City mm-hmm. where you have the you know you can just tell or Philadelphia is kind of like the same way. Right. They, so the, the city is built in a grid. Yes. You know, when they built the city, it was because it was the new thing. So right. they just built things outward. Yeah, Back Bay is a mess to try and get around. I once had a friend of mine in college saying, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to go to Boston uh, next month. Do you think you can get your hands on a, a good street map of Boston? And I laughed at his face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you kidding me? You have an easier time trying to find Bigfoot. I remember the when like GPSs first started becoming popular and we were driving a friend of mine and I were driving to Boston and he's he's like all right just put the put the address into the, for this place or we're going to do comedy and put the address in mm-hmm. and we're driving along and the GPS couldn't decipher <laughs> which highway was which when you get into that big like mess of all the yep. looked like the <clears throat> like a Bugs Bunny cartoon with all the highways going mm-hmm. uh, in different directions it was uh, kind of worthless to 